bodies, but <laughs> well, that's how we're starting this episode. Hi. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Hi, I'm Wesley. And this is Viewing, Viewing Party. Party. Are we always going to say in unison? Because I feel like we do. Yes, I think that that's the way that that should go. I mean, if you're asked, are you actually asking me or was that rhetorical? No. <laughs> Either way, I don't care. Um, yeah, I think that that's the most fun way to do it. Otherwise, it's just me staring at you, <laughs> saying words. It's true, that's awkward. <laughs> like, and it doesn't feel as fun. We're in this together, Wesley. It's true. <laughs> I didn't know where to go from there. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the reason we're giggling a lot today <laughs> is because we have just watched our first Channing Tatum movie. <laughs> Katie is very excited. He's <laughs> so cute. He's just like the cutest little human I love that you're making like cat paw hands right now. You're making like T Rex arms. He's so adorable. I can't sometimes. Like, I don't even look at him and I'm like, ooh, yeah. He's like, oh, you're so cute, man. You're just the cutest dude. Oh. Oh, but I also feel the way about Michael Sarah. I don't really feel that way about Michael Sarah. Yes, so that's two opposite ends of the spectrum for people. But they were both in the Lego Batman. True. I just made that real full circle. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so we just watched our first Channing Tatum movie. We're watching his filmography in chronological order mm-hmm. is what we've decided. And so we started with... She's the man. This podcast is now brought to you by Gouda Cheese. <laughs> Cheese the man. <laughs> I like that commercial. Good job. I'm not done. Oh. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I ate so much Gouda, you guys. And I had pretty much given up dairy until I saw that block of Gouda come out. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm back on cheese. Oh, I'm back on <laughs> back that dairy on train. Woo-woo! <laughs> I made a little caboose. <laughs> Wait, no. What's that? The whistle. The, for the train, yeah, the train whistle. whistle. That was the motion <laughs> the I did. Caboose. Like the little... <laughs> A little trucker arm. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like Melissa McCarthy on a bad day. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad thing. I'm gonna take that as a compliment for myself. <laughs> as you should. Um, so yeah, so we just watched She's the Man. Which came out in 2006. 2006? Yep. What were you doing in 2006? I I just graduated high school. Was it freshman year of college? Not like me. <laughs> yeah. I was oh, preparing to turn 16 that year. I cried on my 16th birthday. Aww. I cried a lot. I remember, here, we'll start it off with a sad story. Oh, okay. I s- sat in the back of the van and I cried and my dad was driving and I just remember him saying, like, what's wrong? And I just said, it's so ridiculous, I just said, 16 isn't like what I thought it would be. <laughs> and I just, like, 
cried because I didn't like feel special and pretty and I didn't have a so big So it was party. basically like 16 candles where she stands in front of her mirror and is like, well, nothing changed. I guess I have to go to school. That was exactly <laughs> what happened. And then like her birthday gets overlooked. We should definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, a little movie, bit. Like, it got overlooked because we had just moved <laughs> to, like, a whole new school district. It was a yeah. little traumatizing. Yeah. However, my dad being, being good dad, he uh, took me to uh, stores all over Columbus, and we spent two weeks hunting down a pair of purple Chuck Taylors because that's what I really wanted for my birthday. Oh, that's and, really nice. Uh, he got them for me. We, we went to a lot of places to find these. And now I don't have them anymore because oh. I'm... Grew out of Chuck Taylors, I guess. Aww. I've been considering getting new Chuck Taylors. You're wearing Chuck Taylors I right now. I am wearing Chuck Taylors right now. I guess now. I haven't. I should not have grown out of them. Why did I do that to myself? Yeah. I got tired of tying shoes. That <laughs> Fair, honestly, that's what happened. I have gone through multiple pairs. I'm pretty sure somewhere my family insisted on burning a pair of mine because they were in such bad shape. But I bought new ones. Oh. And oh, like, well, that's extremist. I <laughs> my sister like collected the ashes for me, and I have them in a jar. It's real weird. I'm no not sure way. Why. Where is this jar? Oh, it's probably in my other room somewhere. I'm gonna go find it. To to Matilda. Who? Oh man, I have so many cats. Matilda. <laughs> She's asleep and ignoring us. Uh, straight up today this morning, I was wearing a blazer, and I just was like brushing myself off. Someone was staring at me, and I looked at him and said, I look like I own cats. Like, don't you own cats? I was like, yeah, but I shouldn't look like it. <laughs> I'm trying to hide it. You wouldn't know that from my Snapchat, but like, I look I'm like, trying, but to, I'm hide trying to hide my cats. Um, so I guess we could talk about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of our shoes. So it's, yeah, so that's what was happening for me in 2006. Yeah. I was um, becoming pretty. Good. And I had guy got braces for the second time that year. Oh. Maybe that was 2007. Maybe. Say that like I know. <laughs> I didn't know you then. Um. Oh, wait, no. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was also the summer that I had my first paid acting gig. Wow. It was in a abstinence education video. Um. Hello to all my fans out there who know me from, <laughs> the, from the girl who had a, who was choosing whether or not to be friends with benefits. It was a very interesting video oh. made specifically for health classes in that it was like a choose your own adventure. <laughs> so, like, so, <laughs> so there were different characters and um, we all like intersected at like this one like party and so we all were, like, making different choices about oh our, goodness. like, sexuality throughout this. And so you got, you would get to certain choice points and you would get to choose and see, like, what would be the um, consequences of choosing oh one thing or another. And I've, I had never kissed a boy yet. Yeah. <laughs> let alone, like, hold hands with anyone. <laughs> and was talking about... Like, my script included things like flavored condoms. Oh, no. And I had to go to, like, a, quote, drinking party. And we had, like, a fake keg. And we were set up at, like, some cool house in, like, Upper Arlington or Bexley or somewhere. <laughs> like, someone's mansion that we got to film in. Oh, my goodness. So we did, like, B-roll of me at a party. And I'm, like, holding a solo cup, like, trying not to look like the most awkward little <laughs> Christian girl ever. 
And yeah, and the kid. Oh. So then, like, and I was the only character who got like a like a bedroom scene. Oh my goodness. And by that I mean we like actually like one of the choices we can make is to like, like like we went upstairs at the party, and we sat on a bed and we talked about. Right. Like, doing it. Like, yeah. we were just sat on the edge of a bed. And, like, you could see the choices of, like, you could choose, like, do they have sex or not and see the consequences. Oh, no. It's like, if we choose not to, like, we would turn off the light, you'd make the choice, and then, like, we would turn the light back on and be like, actually, I think this is, like, not a good idea, and I think we should. Yeah. Well, I don't know what we said. I have no idea. My dad was there. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> um, sure. And then if, you know, anyway, so like at the end, I got to say something like, I can't be your friend and your friend with benefits. And they like storm off in the hallway. The kid that played opposite me mm-hmm. then had a recurring role on a Disney Channel show. What? <laughs> like, he actually got like vaguely famous. He's on IMDb. Like, what? he has a filmography. <laughs> he got to meet LL Cool J in that, in what? like CSI or whatever TV show he's in. Like, <laughs> school at 16 and I joined the theater department and I'm like I'm a paid actor oh, <laughs> like, has this huge ego about it. because of one thing oh so that's what I did while Channing Tatum was doing, making this movie was making out Amanda Bynes because for, at this point she was a bigger celebrity than he she, was Amanda Bynes <laughs> had a career that far outspanned Channing Tatum <laughs> and look at where we are now the tides have turned. The tides have turned. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything disparaging about Amanda Bynes because it's actually, like, mental health issues and stuff. And, like, that's not something that I have, like, ever condoned right, mocking. Right. However, the media spun it in such a way that for the longest time, like, you weren't even sure what was going on. Yeah. And that is not Channing Tatum walking by. That was just some other dude. Were you concerned? I was like, Channing, he made it. I invited him. <laughs> Twitter. You gave him my address? It's creepy. <laughs> I DM'd him. I did not do that. I did not. Channing, that wasn't me. That was somebody else. Was somebody else talking about it? <laughs> He's looking around for your apartment. Like, where are you? I came all Columbus. the way to Columbus for this. <laughs> I don't know where this is not Channing Tatum. It's so not his so anyway, so here we are, practically the end of Amanda Bynes' career was around when this movie came out. Yeah, she hasn't done much acting since then that I'm aware of. I don't, yeah, I think this, did this kill it? Well, let's see, let's check her out. <laughs> was IMDb this her last hurrah? And see what else she's been doing since then. Oh, I also found a really incredible Amazon review that I'm really excited to share with everyone. I'm really good at finding user reviews. Oh, she was I an easy A. I forgot she was an easy A after this. Oh, was she? Yeah. Was she also in that Saved movie? No, that was no, Mandy Moore. No, that was Mandy Moore. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that while babysitting once. Oh. I didn't finish it, so I don't know I how it I almost is. convinced my youth group to go see that. Oh. <laughs> so thank goodness that didn't happen. <laughs> You're you like edgy. You're like, you guys, we should go see this. Yeah, no. after this, she did... That TV show for a while. Which one? What I Like About You. 
Oh, yeah. It play- I don't know what channel it was on, but I remember watching it a lot. Amanda. And then she was in Hairspray. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was, she was really I think, good the last that. one. And then I a still couple listen other to that movies. soundtrack. And then Easy A. The last thing she was in was in 2010. Oh, okay. But yeah, that makes she sense. was really good in Easy A. Like, like her character is ridiculous. But I don't remember her. She was the super Christian girl. Yes. Yeah, weird. Super weird. My little brother had the biggest crush on Amanda Bynes in the, when she had the Amanda Bynes show. I thought it was a fun show. Or the Amanda show. Yeah. Amanda, 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 It's kind of like the welcome song. <laughs> yeah. David welcome, Cross. welcome, 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 welcome <laughs> to the Wing Party. Oh, that's our new theme song. Oh, great. I like it. <laughs> So I like it better than that other stuff you came up with. <laughs> I keep singing that other one that you sang the one time. The like... Welcome to your viewing party. Yes. Review material that has been approved for all audiences. Yes, I get it stuck in my head. It's Maybe so it's weird. Maybe it's our new song. Maybe it is. Maybe I should reach out to a songwriter and have them write a song. Hey, hey, songwriters. Hold on. Uh, this podcast is not brought to you by songwriters. But it could be. <laughs> Do you write music? Do you want to write music for a thing that already exists? <laughs> I know someone who probably would. Oh, let me. I'm trying to pitch this real hard. <laughs> then do it for us, and we'll put you on the podcast if we like you. If not, we'll give you a shout out on Twitter. <laughs> if you're a real creep, I'm gonna I'm gonna block your number. <laughs> I'm gonna send my sister's pitch. Is going. <laughs> about this movie. Okay. <laughs> Has it been 15 minutes <laughs> So. Okay, so. The movie we watched is She's the Man. She's the Man! <laughs> Another theme song. <laughs> Which is based on the My Shakespeare life. play Twelfth Night because for some reason in the early 2000s <laughs> we thought it was super cool to take Shakespeare plays and turn them into edgy teen movies. Like weird modern retellings of things. Because <laughs> we had this, we had... That Othello movie called O that had um, oh, what's her name yeah. in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ten Things I Hate About You. Ten Things I Hate About You. That movie was so good. <laughs> and then there was um, oh, She's All That, which was technically not Shakespeare, but it was another like. That just reminds me of all that. Which is also bad advice. <laughs> I'm gonna sing, sing in, sing in I mood. Can tell. I'm ready to sing. <laughs> Some of my friends want to do karaoke and have been like prepping. Like, what song am I gonna sing and blow blow them all away? <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> I can't. Hamilton happened and now we're done. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this movie. It is about Well, you should you took that video oh. of the Chris of the opening credits where it explains how everyone's connected to each other. Clarissa explains it all. Also an excellent show. <laughs> yes. Did okay. you know that show was set in Ohio? Fun fact. No. Now you know. Oh, yeah. How did I miss that entirely? 
Okay, so let me see if I can have no volume. Okay, here's the... This is the synopsis of the movie. As shown in the DVD menu. Yes, the DVD <laughs> menu says, Everybody has a secret. Duke wants Olivia. Who likes Sebastian? Who is really Viola? Whose brother is dating Monique? So she hates Olivia? Who's with Duke to make Sebastian jealous? Who is really Viola? Who's crushing on Duke? Who thinks she's a guy? And then it repeats. The end. <laughs> so that's the movie. So the, it's a big... We're done here. Close that laptop. <laughs> take, take out these headphones. <laughs> we're done. That was dramatic. <laughs> I'm sure it's still picking you up, though. It's fine. Basically, it's a whole bunch of love triangle misunderstandings. It's kind of like a spirograph at this point. Yeah. So, basically, Amanda Bynes... Okay, so Amanda Bynes is a soccer player, and the girls' team at her school gets cut. She's like, no, I'm going to play soccer. And her twin brother is like, takes off for a couple weeks to go like play in his band, and she's like, I'm going to pretend to be him so I can play soccer. On this other At the team, rival because school. apparently the twins go to rival school. They never explain that. I don't they understand. Never explain that. Um, so there's that. But they live in the same. They live in the same school district. I don't know how private schools work. <laughs> I try not to think about money and having it. And so, because <laughs> <laughs> it don't. And so, so anyway, so she's like playing soccer for the boys' team at this other school, and she's pretending to be her brother. And she falls in love with Channing Tatum, who is her roommate, her brother's roommate, while she's pretending to be mm-hmm. this boy. And so then there's a bunch of, like, people trying to make each other jealous. Yes. Yeah. And, girl, yeah. like, she has to also, she's also, her mother's uh, making her do debutante stuff because we need, like, a really harsh, like, gender contrast yeah. <laughs> going on. Sports versus fancy dresses. Ooh, the one person plays sports and does science, and the other person wears fancy dresses and needs scones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, great, how fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they were, yeah, actually, you know what, this Amazon review really just sums it up. Oh, yes, our, this is our review segment. <sighs> ba, ba, da, ba, ba. <laughs> Gotta find the app that has Amazon. <laughs> okay, so this <laughs> this review has five stars. Nice. And it's called Having Fun with the Opposite Sex Without the Lies by Uh-oh. What's her real name? Oh. By Danielle. Okay. <laughs> it's a verified purchase. This person really did. Okay. There is little to no punctuation. Oh. So it is almost a complete run-on sentence. <laughs> Wow. So, I'm just going to read it as, <clears throat> read it as is. Okay, we're ready. Shakespeare's going to be so proud. <laughs> really cool, quote, movie. Oh. The DVD works well, and I'm thankful for that. I mean, it's really good, and I could really see the efforts to get rid of the male chauvinism, or whatever the word is, that describes how a guy is acting when he thinks and believes a woman can't and shouldn't manage and improve her own work or sports playing experiences. A really cool game like soccer along with constructively handling good and interesting job positions like supervisor, assistant, supervisor, manager, assistant <laughs> manager, teacher, bus driver, and so many other jobs to carefully, constructively handle and learn how to treat everyone respectfully. Whew. One sentence. 
of course it's a shame for a guy or guys to think he or they could do it all by himself or themselves so they should certainly be glad and thankful when they see a real woman that they can not work with but can also have healthy lifestyles and relationships with second sentence I gotta admit, it's sad if a woman has to dress like a guy to get the job done. I mean, that shirt's dresses, skirts sometimes with nice blouses and sweaters. <laughs> Sorry. Third sentence. <laughs> Footwear like heels and boots sometimes. Flats, lip gloss, the cutest, and most decent hairstyles. I mean, the cute stuff, too. Fourth I'm sentence. not sure if this is a review of the movie. <laughs> it's just so Oh, Danielle. Guys know they like it, so they should simply stop being chauvinist. Give us our clothes back and let us them. <laughs> Period. Okay. A guy's attention is much more fun and easily received by a woman when she doesn't have to dress up like a guy or anything. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Great. Great job to Amanda Bynes, one of my favorite actresses on executing that role. This is one of my favorite movies. Love the last part of it. Great movie! <laughs> one person found this helpful. <laughs> Please tell me it was you. No! No! It was not! Yes, I'm so but glad I'm you're here. Her DVD like, worked yep. well. <laughs> <laughs> All this happened because her DVD purchase worked well. And she needed to get a few things out. Like, Mitchell, just stop being chauvinist. <laughs> You should stop. Let's have them. Let's have our clothes back. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, okay, so do you want to talk about the chauvinism in this movie? Leslie, I always want to talk about chauvinism. <laughs> I, it was a loaded question. Let me have was. this plate of grapes here. We got some grapes. It's a great. We made movie. a cheese plate because Gouda. <laughs> because Gouda is an essential part of this movie. Ask me about cheese. <laughs> Do you like cheese? <laughs> oh yeah, I love all kinds of cheese. I love Gouda. <laughs> We're farting over cheese. Cheese the man. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Wesley, why don't you, why don't you start on chauvinism in this movie? <laughs> oh, this movie is wrought with it. Wrought with Where it. Where do we start? Do we start with Girls can't be on the soccer team because they're not as they're not fast, as fast, athletic, or tough. I forget what the other thing was. There was three things that girls weren't enough of. Dumb. <laughs> We're not as dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's Can where they cut the team. Get banned from the UN for saying that stuff. I don't know. The UN. I know how to spell UN. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I know how to spell UN. Um. I'm a man. Okay, yeah, so the... I... Every, every, every other line was just like... Uh, this movie's really difficult because it's clearly self-aware. Right. And yet... I don't know if it was quite self-aware enough. I think <laughs> at the time it probably was, considering okay, this yeah. was ten years ago. Yes. But compared to now, like, the amount of, like, homophobic jokes and, like, cross-dressing kind of, like, laughs and... The weird, like, 
yes, the cross-dressing or plausibly, like, just, like, straight-up transgender bashing that went right. on was right. really concerning. Yeah. Um, so thumbs down. Did you pass the Bechdel test? I don't think two women talked about anything for... Unless we can't... Her and her mom talked about dresses. I'm not really sure that that For more than 30 seconds? Yeah. I don't know, because Amanda Bynes did interrupt and talked about her boyfriend. Oh. During that. Oh, she did. And then her mom was like, oh my good. And you're like, you can take... What's his... I don't know. The goalie boy. (laughs) Justin. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. Because they kept pretending he was Justine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Eaton called Justin. You you can take Justin. And she was like, no, I just broke up with him. Oh, yeah. Maybe that does it. Saw the other girls talking about the boys. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think that. Oh, man. It came so close. It really didn't come that close. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, oh my God, I don't think really that don't was think the it case. Came that close at all. <laughs> I was not worried. Um, well, there's that. So it doesn't pack the. It's a movie made for girls. Yeah. Is really what it feels like. And it doesn't pass the Bechdel test. So that's a shame. And, um... Which is weird, because it's it's essentially about sports. Yeah. And the fact that girls should be allowed to play it, but... Yeah, that, like, girls can act, or, like, on equal but she's the only playing one who fields to. as men. Oh. Look at you. She's <laughs> <Choose> the man. <laughs> call this episode cheese the man almost <laughs> yeah i did it um uh, i mean I, some of the, some of the time the jokes were funny and self-aware enough that they were hilarious and other times i i wanted sometimes to, it like, got real awkward die. i was like oh yeah. no this is so much and i don't think they realize what's happening right now but yeah i thank you for grounding me in that this is actually a little over 10 years ago. Yeah. And that for the time it was a little I, I mean the call fact it progressive. that there was like a girl on a guy's soccer team at that point was mm-hmm. a pretty big deal. Yeah. So I can see that. There was a girl on my football team in high school. She was really yeah. good. Yeah I don't think we've had that crossover. Like she was just good. <laughs> the high school that I went to. Oh no. I'm sorry. I feel like we had that at both high schools. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't pay a lot of attention. That don't step on So how do we def- how do you define chauvinism? <laughs> Wesley? I don't know. <laughs> I am not. She's not from Matilda. It's <laughs> <laughs> gotten really boring. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Maybe we so, don't talk about chauvinism. <laughs> I think we've talked enough. It's just heavy. Yeah. It's heavy in this movie. And they tried, they worked very hard to be, like, self-aware and to make fun of it and to, like, call it out for what it is. And yet they really missed the mark on so many things. Yeah, there was a lot. Some things some, that were like, just like, okay. Some pretty toxic masculinity was happening. Yeah. I mean, there was, they, in order to prove that she really was a guy. Oh, yeah. There was an entire scene where she, they, like, brought in fake girlfriends for her to, like, respond to and prove that she had dated these women in order to be accepted as a dude. 
Yeah. She had to, her, well, she as Sebastian mm-hmm. had to publicly blatantly mistreat women and use them and objectify them in public in order for the guys to be like, oh, okay, he's cool. Yeah. We accept him in our friend group. Yeah. We should rethink the way we've been treating him instead of just letting him be nice and respectful to people. (laughs) Which was weird because later when she would like go into that mode Mm -hmm. to be like, oh, I'm I'm a dude. Like, no, the like overt, like, oh, Mm -hmm. look at that girl kind of thing. Like, Channing Tatum's character called her out. Like, (laughs) why are you acting so, like, why do you have to talk about women like that? I was like, wait a second. Hold on now. (laughs) Like... This doesn't make sense. Why do you gotta talk about women like that? He's like, you always do this. You get weird. And she was (laughs) like, oh. (laughs) I guess I do. Oh, I guess I'm... Like, doing the things and saying the things that I think... I'm gonna eat all your food. That I (laughs) think men would say. Which is interesting that, like, she was proven right in the beginning that they were... um, they're but peacocking for each other a little bit. That's the thing is they were that was when they were all together. Mm-hmm. There was a whole group of dudes together. But when it was just the, like one on one, like like horrible, yeah, and connected. No, their guards down. Channing Tatum lips look really good in that one. <laughs> they just like they have a spotlight on them while he was talking about his feelings. I think they did that because you want to kiss him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so cute. He's so adorable in this movie. So also, let's, let's talk go about to the him. funny stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about Channing. 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 <laughs> Channing. Oh. <laughs> oh God, cat. Oh God, I didn't know you were here. The she really face. likes your song. Channing, all over you, She's like, you smell like cheese. She's the man. <laughs> So, the best part about this, and okay, Channing Tatum so in this Channing's movie, is that he's the, A, the, like, not as famous character. No. And he plays, like, this hapless, kind of, like, handsome, dumb guy. Like, hopeless, romantic That's, like, dude. can't talk to girls because he's too nervous and, like, <laughs> literally dances when he, like, like, freaks out when a girl talks to him. And it's pretty adorable because you, like... It's Channing Tatum. Like, I got a song stuck in my head, and that's what all those hand motions are about. I was wondering what you were like (laughs) dancing over there. I was thinking about, dang it, I was thinking about Manuel Miranda's character. Where he's awkward and he talks to a girl, and he's suddenly just like, oh, snap, who's that? Don't touch me, I'm too hot. Yes! (laughs) That's basically what happened. And like, he freaks out, he's like, oh, oh yeah, I did it. And it's really precious to see, so most people know Channing Tatum from, like, being Magic Mike and stuff like that, where he's smooth as... Yeah. All smoothness. He's, <laughs> like, skippy. <laughs> smooth as skippy. Peanut butter. Oh, God! Who's at the door? There's just people talking outside the apartment. <gasps> Why are you murdering? <laughs> you're the one who's giving Channing Tatum our address <laughs> on Twitter. Now you're complaining because people want to come to our door. Um, um, yeah, so he plays this wonderful, wonderful character who's super awkward, or so he thinks, 
It's a hard time talking to girls. He literally smacks his head on a pole trying to talk to one of <laughs> that them. That part was so Like, trying funny. to stand up straight. <laughs> He's trying to be real smooth and, like, dramatically flips open his flip phone to answer it and then smacks his head on something. And you're just like, oh, honey. Like, oh, what are you, you doing? You're awkward. Okay, he was trying. He but, did a great job doing that. Doing that whole thing. So his characters are, like, kind of a fun play on, like, your typical, like, I mean, they take the tropes of, like, the guy who can't talk to girls and the hot guy, and they, like, combo them all into one. Mm-hmm. So it's still, like, super tropey. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, like, worked really well together as a person coming out of Channing Tatum, <laughs> which is the funniest thing. I don't know why he's so funny. Why do I think he's so funny? I don't know. Because he is. Because <laughs> he's just funny. I love the scene with the um, with the spider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about like gender, like stereotypes. But like a spider yeah. comes in because apparently the one guy that Cedric you, <laughs> you kept calling him Cedric. He's Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> he has a pet. Tarantula. Tarantula. I wanted to say armadillo, but that's the mascot. Named Molotov. No. (laughs) Molotov. (laughs) It was like Mercutio or some other Shakespearean name. Molotov is not. (laughs) Um, Molotov. But. Molotov. So the spider comes into their room and they both freak out at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so you have this scene, like, from the spider's point of view of Channing Tatum and Amanda Bynes jumping on the bed trying to get away from the spider. And he's like, you get it, you get it. And Amanda's like, there's a guy! I mean, the bigger guy! Uh. And they're both squealing like little girls because there's a spider in the room. And it was it's, right after the Gouda. It was right after the Gouda. <laughs> Pretty hilarious. It was good. And then in the end, the spider like leaves, and they're both like still panicking and making sure no one ever talks about that ever again. That's exactly. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Um, someone told me about a a a, a version that came out in the eighties that was the same thing. Yeah, I have no idea what that was. So I found it, and it's called Just One of the Guys. Oh. And it came out in 1985. Who was in that? It was, of of all people, (laughs) uh, not a ton of super well-known people. It was Joyce Heiser, Clayton Rohner, Billy Jane, and Tony Hudson. I know any of those people. I know. Like, none of, I don't really know a whole ton of people. Um, Was it also so here's Shakespeare the, telling? Probably. Oh, excuse me. Oh, boy. I guess it's just I've eaten a grape. <laughs> um, Terry, so here's the synopsis. Terry Griff, Griff blah, blah, blah. I got this. I can do this. <laughs> Terry Griffith has got it all. Looks, popularity, and the perfect college boyfriend, and an article that's a shoe-in to win her a summer internship at the local newspaper. Or so she thinks. When Terry's journalism teacher passes her article up in favor of a couple of pieces written by boys, Terry's convinced that sexism is to blame. 
Determined to win the internship at any cost, Terry goes undercover at a rival high school to resubmit her article as a boy. But Whoa. Terry gets more than she bargained for when she finds herself fending off a bully and the advances of an oversexed female admirer and failing, falling for her new pal, Rick. Interesting. I have never I heard like, of that. I wonder if I would like that one better than this one, simply because it's about writing instead of soccer. But you wouldn't have seven montages that <laughs> This movie literally had seven it montages. it is an 85 movie, I feel oh, like there'd be like... There good, could, these costumes common. are great. Oh, wait, that's just how people dressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's just Oops, how people dress. Oh, man. These so, are uh, but yeah, when I, I told my friend that we were going to do this movie, and she goes, oh, have you... you gotta watch the one from the 80s i was like the what oh no but yeah it's called just just glance at <laughs> just one of the boys yeah there's a literally cool. there's a photo on imdb of a guy like oh i've a seen this poster before way. you have yeah because she's oh my gosh this is the movie poster oh oh so my. it's it's the oh my like, girl in the guy's locker room mm-hmm but she's like strategically holding soccer balls. No, she's holding football helmets football over helmets. her breasticles. <laughs> um, and it says the tagline: "She's about to go where no girl has gone before." Lies. I've been in the men's locker room <laughs> without men in it. But she was there before you because it was the eighties. <sighs> yeah, she did it. She did it first. Something about prom happens apparently because it's a high school movie. That's not set at a prep school, I guess. Interesting. We might have to watch that. That really looks like a lot of fun. Actually, it looks like huh. it would be a fun movie. Weird. So, but yeah, they told me about this 80s version, and I was super confused until I found it. It was like, oh, actually, yes, it's there's just an 80s version that involves writing. Interesting. We'll have to try that one. Give it a whirl. Can't believe she got passed up. Was it actually a good article? No, I'm doubting. (laughs) No, I'm doubting. (laughs) I don't need to do that. Um, what else about what else is fun about this movie? So David Cross is in this movie. Oh, 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 oh! oh. (laughs) He was a wonderful character. Let's talk about David Cross, who was in his like classic sort of David Cross outfit, (laughs) where he was constantly wearing a bow tie and like big glasses, and. Was actually a very attentive principal of a school. Uncle principal. Because we saw him serving in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. trimming bushes, washing windows. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was something else. Well, he was in his office, like, oh, kept talking the new student. Kept talking the new kid, letting him sit in his chair. <laughs> because it gives you a lot of Have a sit! Authority. Have a sit! <laughs> And he, he sang also, him the welcome song. He sang him the yeah. welcome, 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 welcome to what high school was it? Illyria. Illyria. Hi. <laughs> I don't think that's actually how it went, but it was pretty <laughs> it was close. Pretty close. He also attended a soccer game. Okay. With a bullhorn. That was okay. We gotta talk. Yeah, talk about the like. So someone. So Cedric tells... Diggory and friends. <laughs> And Monique, the oh, girlfriend, Monique, discovered the twins have been like pretending to be each other, and they decide the best way to out the girl pretending to be a boy 
is to confront them in the middle of a soccer game with, a, with, their, with like, a the horn. biggest game of the season with a bullhorn after calling their parents and asking them to be in the stands. Yeah. Which is so many levels of the wrong way to do this. I don't like to judge things based on like right and wrong <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, but this is definitely the worst possible idea <laughs> to shame someone publicly is to go out on a soccer film and say, like, this person is a girl. Yeah. And, like, just see what happens. Instead of, like, calling, like, you've already <sighs> called their parents. You could have had, like, like a you conversation. Right? You could have called the student to your office. Uncle principal. You could have done a lot of things. There's so many other ways to go about this. And then... Somebody's like the guy Sebastian. So actual Sebastian is out on the playing field. This is such a confusing thing to talk about if you're not watching the movie. So Sebastian's out there and he's all like, "I'm a boy, I'm a boy," and they're like, "Prove it!" And then he shows everyone his dong <laughs> because that's super appropriate for an underage boy. I assume underage boy because it's high school. I'm gonna just assume yeah. that he's a child and he doesn't have his own like legalness as an adult. <laughs> He's not... He can't vote. He can't vote. <laughs> but he shows penis. And, and like, oh, it's such gender shamey. Yeah. That, like, so he whips out his yeah, stuff. <laughs> I'm just so uncomfortable. I'm so upset. I'm really worked up. I'm sitting on my hands. I'm so worked up. I see that. <laughs> and, like, so, like, everyone's ewing and staring, and it's totally okay, and no one's like, oh my gosh, this is so upsetting, yeah. and this is so illegal. No one thinks it's inappropriate. No one is like, wow, Which like, is baffling. what a terrible thing to do to a human being. And then they're like, well, I guess I was wrong, I don't, I, scary. Sorry about that. Carry on with your game. soccer game. And, like, they go to halftime. So then Amanda Bynes ends up getting back on the field dressed as Sebastian later on and like Channing Tatum's all worked up because of the love triangle and they get in, into a tiff on the field and she's just like, I love <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> no, just, just keep it. Keep my shame. Keep my, sh- keep my shame burp. <laughs> The world needs to know. You can just make it a little quieter there. Uh, (laughs) The world needs to know. Anyway. Fix it in post. Watch these googly eyes on this bacon pen as I'm getting angry. (laughs) Anyway. So. So They're on the field. So then Amanda Biden is up there and she's like, I'm a girl, see? And she explains everything because of course like you have to explain like, listen, I was a victim of sexism and so I decided to take matters into my own hands and I'm actually a girl I'm soup dupes in love with you because I'm a child and that's cool. <laughs> and she's like, look, I'm a girl. And then someone's like, prove it. And she goes, okay. And shows her boobs. Okay. And everyone gets real excited about so- it. So, that just reminded me that in 10 Things I Hate About You, that character also flashes someone. Oh, yeah. What is the deal with that? Being like, let's, we're going to read, you know what Shakespeare needs more of? Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. But the movies are still going to be PG-13, so. So we can't show the boob. 
we'll just talk about the boobs. And we'll pretend that we know what's happening. Also, <laughs> here's the thing about the flashing. She would have been taped down. True. She, well, I, this, no, she yeah, would have been taped yeah. down because she was dressed as Sebastian. Yeah. So that would have been in place. So that it would, like, it wouldn't have been this, like, super... Like, weirdly extended scene. Sexualizing of a teenager. It makes me so angry on so many levels. Also, let me, like, bring out this level. Yeah, let me talk about this <laughs> level of upsetting. Ready? Ready, everybody? This is about to get real serious. Uh-oh. So, actually... Breasts are not a, okay, so when you talk about things about, like, the body or attraction that are, like, primary, um, basically it's, like, second string, like, something that's, like, a fetish, technically, actually. Like, breasts are technically a fetish. They are not something that the human, that the human anatomy is actually attracted to without it being nurtured into them right so, so there are other cultures yeah so where... i have a friend who is yeah. a phd in like fashion yes and we were talking about something like this because she so there's these these things have come out recently where you can buy jeans that have a plastic inset over your knees that is clear plastic so you can see your knees through the jeans interesting and she wrote a blog post about this because and her, she's seeing in fashion trends a change in, and this, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing it right, but erogenous zones. Mm-hmm. And so those are the areas that, like, society has said, like, this is attractive. Mm-hmm. So, like... Um, Interesting. Yeah, so, like, Victorian era, if you showed your ankles, that right. was real scandalous because that was a really... Like, mm-hmm. sexy body part at that mm-hmm. time. Because it was not, like, women wore long dresses. If you saw their ankle, it was scandalous. Right. And so there's that same thing where we've been trained The spaghetti strap era where shoulders were like, that, like, oh my god. You know, that, like, certain body parts are more attractive than others. There's a time when, like, collars began to get lower and they weren't high-collared anymore. Mm-hmm. Or because, there's, like, like the, the neckline. Um, yeah. The or when, like... Uh, shoulder pads became a thing, mm-hmm. like which wasn't exposing the shoulders, but it was drawing it, attention it to them. It was accentuating them. Yeah. So yeah. I can see where you're saying that, like. Yes. Yeah. So in different cultures around the world, breasts are actually just seen as what it is that they are for, which is like a fat supply. And when you like give birth, they are to feed your children, and like that, right. like they are seen as like, a part of your body that has a primary function and they are not, like, a sexually attractive thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they're actually utilitarian. Yeah. And that's it. Like, there's nothing more to them. Yeah. As far as, as far as like, being a primary thing. So, like, the only thing that humans are actually ever fully attracted to primarily are, like, lips and genitalia. Like, on the whole, it's really genitalia is, like, the primary one. So everything else is something that's secondary, and it's something that's, like, bred into us in whatever society we live in. Mm -hmm. And so, like, this is why you can have different areas of the world or, like, tribes where, like, 
women go braless and it's not a scandalous thing because they're not mm-hmm. seen as something that's like sexually desirable. Right. It's just like, it's just a body part that a person has like their legs or their arms. It's just another appendage. And so it's really interesting to know that and then be in our Western culture where like breasts are completely sexualized. Mm-hmm. And if you have To the them, extent that when they're used for their purpose, that is scandalous. Yes. That somehow <laughs> when they're actually just like, oh, I can finally utilize this annoying fat lump in front of me. <laughs> somehow some people get offended by this. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is the reason I have them. There is no other purpose for them. Yeah. Actually, this is a body part that has one function, and it is to feed my child, providing that that's even how that works out. Because sometimes that body chemistry doesn't work, right, and right, then right. you really don't have them for any reason. Right, Like, there yeah. isn't a purpose outside of that, and it's not a mating call. <laughs> <laughs> and so I get really upset when I see things like this, especially in movies where, like, we're blatantly taking the part of the body that is like, oh, this is a reproductive organ. I should be attracted to that and shaming it. Yeah. And then taking a part of the body that has nothing to do with anything and does not actually prove one is a woman. It just proves you have a certain amount of estrogen running through your system. Yeah. And say, oh, ta-da, that is attractive and that is wonderful and I'm so happy to see that and it's not weird and gross or super inappropriate that another child has had to expose themselves to make a point. Yeah. So that is why I get real angry and I sit on my hands. <laughs> when That's really like interesting, though. I can't say I expected to have that conversation from she's with the this man. Movie, but that's really interesting. Yeah, it's a really yeah. I did a lot of reading about this uh, for like a few weeks to just figure that out. I just. I don't know where it came from, but I was like, no way. And I read a a lot about it. Yeah. And in different cultures, because I wondered, I was like, well, how is this like this here? And it's not like that here. And yeah. Who were we to say like, oh, that is inappropriate here because I say so, or because the Puritan said so or whatever. Yeah. So anyways, so that's my spiel about (laughs) flashing people on a soccer field as a kid. The end I'm fortunate that in my own soccer career, I never had to prove I was a girl. (laughs) I think I just whined enough that they assumed I was. (laughs) That's it. That's what I got. I kicked the ball harder than everybody else, though, when I got mad. Yeah. I got, like, I would kick it out of bounds, and then we'd get, like, penalties and stuff and fouls or whatever, because I would kick it too hard. Because I was mad. Because you were mad. (laughs) I was real mad. I was a very angry soccer player. Mainly because I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of really tough arguments in my head as a kid about oh, things like yeah. I'm not going to do this professionally. Why do I have to do this now? And I'm like nine, like yeah. <laughs> considering like my life options with this. Like, <laughs> why am I taking soccer workshops? I don't want to do this forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was the whole thing. I did get to be in a halftime show at a, at a Milwaukee Wave game, so I guess that was okay. Yeah, I won the swag bag. Cool. And small amount of notoriety from the homeschoolers. <laughs> that was my soccer career. You've been talking all a lot about your fame during this episode. I got real famous at 16. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to do a lot with soccer and acting and I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, okay? 
also some of the other characters that we loved in this yeah, movie. Yeah, some of the other characters. Paul. Was, um, Paul the hairdresser, which we're trying to figure out. Katie is convinced he's a student. I don't think no, he is. No, I don't think he is. And I'm really concerned about why he's hanging out with high schoolers. I don't know. Like, how he's moonlighting as a hairstylist. <laughs> like, who let that kid in the salon? <laughs> it's so weird. Because he clearly looks the same age as all of the, ki- of the like, high school kids played by 25-year-olds. But like you said, you know he's cool because he has a faux hog. Yeah, true. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Cool. A cool Paul guy. And that, but he also drives a lime green VW bug. So, <laughs> but in 2006, that was pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. So Paul is the like character they call in to help with makeovers and dating advice and like anything that has to do with like a big scheme. He's the friend who comes <laughs> in for this. Yeah. But we. Don't know what school he goes to, if he goes to a school. He works at a salon, and we're not sure why everybody goes to it's this It's like a fancy-schmancy salon, and, like, but, like, cool the lady, lady whose hair he was doing was, like, 85 And rollers. she had a roller set. She was cool, though, she but... She was real chill. <laughs> she had bright red lipstick on. I was like, get it, nanny. <laughs> Nana? <laughs> get it, Nana? <laughs> She's the man. <laughs> so, like, so he's the... I... He just shows up all the time. He does, Like, yeah. does he go to class? Is he currently in cosmetology school and this is, like, an internship that Maybe. he's doing? Is he somebody's assistant? But even then, like, what, what's the licensing laws in this state? What state are we in? <laughs> I'm very concerned for Paul's future. I don't know that what they're... I feel like it's child labor laws <laughs> happening. I don't... Does he get tipped? Is he a tipped employee? Is he hourly? Is it? You're thinking way too yeah, hard commission? about Yeah, commission? Like, I don't... How does he do his homework? I don't know. <laughs> I'm really concerned for Paul. I don't think anyone does any homework, except for when they're in the science lab. Because no one... Well, I mean, Channing Tatum did have a trapper keeper, like, zipper type, so he was doing homework, but still. Um, but we did love the one sidekick guy... Oh, what was his name? I don't actually know his he name. He fell in love with Enos. Can we just... I mean, okay. Um, if we want to talk about chauvinism, that bro was mad hot. <laughs> <laughs> he was real cute, yeah. Uh, if we want to flip this gender script around, what? <laughs> he was beautiful. He had these, like, cheekbones that were, like, cheese knives. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... Imagining, did you hear about the cheese knife? Yes. <laughs> I'm looking up to see who he is. Or what was his he character's in? name was. Like, is this guy in anything else? Oh, hang on, let's find out. Yeah, so Channing Tatum has this other friend who hangs out. He's got, around. like, these two buddies from the soccer team that he hangs out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them doesn't really say much, and the other one has more of a role. He's more, he's got a good sidekick vibe going on. Um, he's one of the only black guys in the movie black people in the movie, which is always fun. It was super whitewashed. But I mean, I guess when you go to a school like Illyria Illyria and Cornwall. Well, I mean, they're named after Shakespeare And like there's a a debutante ball happening. I feel like unfortunately something we gotta deal with. You can't find him? Not all the pictures are coming. Oh, is he not in the cast? He is. So Where's he's Paul? a guy who's kind of he gone? There he is. Is it Toby, I'm guessing? Sure. Why not? 
We'll call him Toby. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. She um, do you want to talk about the scene that you resonated with in the pizza parlor with uh, Eunice? Oh my god. It was the best part of the whole movie for me. <laughs> is So there's this girl named Eunice, and she has headgear, and she's real intense. And it's just me in middle school. <laughs> all over that. I mean, all the struggles. All the struggles. And so they're sitting in a pizza parlor, and Eunice is on a date with Amanda Bynes dressed as Sebastian, and there's they're doing the they're whole double. they're doing the whole like yeah. love triangle double date. Everyone's trying to make each other jealous thing, and the sidekick friend Toby is having pizza at another table with other sidekick friend. <laughs> we got thing one and thing two, and Toby <laughs> Toby looks over and he goes, "Wait." When I had a crush on Sebastian, everybody no. thought it was weird. Or no, when I had a crush on Eunice, everybody thought it was weird. But Sebastian has a crush on Eunice, and suddenly it's cool. Man, I hate high school. <laughs> like, freaks out about it. And I, like, stood up clapping, was like, he understands yeah. how upsetting that whole thing is. Yeah. That, like, one, you know, like, an alpha male steps in and likes a girl, and suddenly... Like Suddenly had, she's attractive. They had yeah. directly addressed that complete trope about attractiveness, like, head-on in that moment. Yeah. It was like, hold on a second. This is what's happening? No, thank you. Um, I loved that scene. I was very happy about it. Um, and it was played as, like, a funny little moment, but I was like, preach. Yeah. Preach. That's what it looks like now, just FYI. Ooh. Ooh, girl. <laughs> got a good neck beard. <laughs> Got a little like pixie stick tie. <laughs> okay. What's he in? What's his filmography? Um, like? He's in a lot of like random TV shows like Graceland, Chicago Fire. Hmm. Um, What's his actor's name? The Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Brandon J. McLaren. Brandon J. McLaren. Look out for that guy. He's a hot commodity on <laughs> CBS. Is that the channel? I have no idea. Did you know that all those Chicago shows? Are all in the same universe? I did. Did you tell me about that? No. No, somebody else told me about that. Yeah, the, like, Chicago Fire and Chicago... Blue. Blue and Chicago 911 <laughs> and, and, like, Chicago PDF. <laughs> They're all... PDF. <laughs> it's the IT one. It's the, IT <laughs> the guys who work in, like, the IT for the police department. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I should pitch that. Okay. Well, I did see the DVD for NCIS um, New Orleans today, and I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently they've got a whole season of show on DVD. Because I, I was like, that doesn't look like... I can't with that. What does NCIS even stand for? Maybe something, something, something. It has something to do with the military. Not cheese index, <laughs> sir. No. <laughs> not <you>. Okay. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Hold on. So at narcotics. The end, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it was like Navy criminal investigation. Something. System. The S just stands for something. <laughs> something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans really needs that. <laughs> Bet. So anyway, um, I was going to tell you because um, when we were doing our pre-recording oh, yeah. listen along about the, the like how everyone 
at the end of the movie, there's the debutante ball, and we see everyone paired up. Oh, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. we see, like, the two awful exes get together. Mm-hmm. We see... Toby um, and Eunice. Toby and Eunice get we together. One we see one sidekick guy and Paul. Sidekick and Paul. Sitting next to each other. Like, touching each other's face or something. Ooh. And we're like, oh. There's, like, a shoulder touch. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. We'll touch on that And one. then Sebastian, actual Sebastian, ends up with the girl that had a crush on Viola fake Sebastian. Yes. And then, of course, Amanda Bynes and Channing Tatum end up together. Yeah. So, and you were saying, like, why does everyone have to, like, be in a relationship at the end? So, I'm going to do my English major drop on you again. (laughs) Drop it like it's hot! I don't know if that's true. Drop it. Like, no. Okay, so (laughs) something that we talked about a lot in the Shakespeare classes that I took and other, like, literary classes is there's two... You took Shakespeare classes. I did. There's a whole... (laughs) There's, like, two basic structures to these type of movies. There's the, um... The tragic... I I don't want to say tragic triangle. That sounds awful. But basically, in a tragedy, it's, like, there's rising action that comes to a point there's falling action, and then, like, you end up, like, with a big pile of bodies at the end. Yes. So, like, when you think of something like... Titanic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, everyone. I'm Try so sorry. To think of another, Ryan. like, like Shakespeare thing. So, like, um, so, Romeo and Juliet. You think that would that's a romance, but it's not. No. It's a tragedy. And so, like... Yeah. Like they fall in love, they think something bad's gonna happen, a bunch of crazy stuff happens, and then at the end, like literally everyone's dead. There's like five dead characters. Yeah. So, um, spoiler alert: there's a literal pile of bodies. But in um, in comedies, it's, it goes different. So instead of going up and then down, it goes down and then up. And so there's, like, they call it the comic you. Oh. So it starts with, like, you're introduced to all the characters. Like, crazy stuff happens. It comes to a point where you think there's, like, a reversal. And you think nothing, like, nothing you're like, oh, my gosh, no, they're all going to hate each other forever. Oh. It's that point when, like, they break up on the field and everyone hates each other. Yes. And then at the end, everyone comes back together. And there's, like, what they call, like, a song, a dance, and a marriage. And so at oh. the end... Everyone lives happily ever after. And there's oh my god, there was a song and some dancing. dancing and it, it literally happens like this a lot. And couples all got yeah. together. And then there's always oh a god. scapegoat. So there's always somebody who's like off to the side being like, yeah. So yeah, when yeah, we yeah. saw um, Justin and Monique come down together, uh, but they're both like, like he's like being really haughty and she's like yeah. mad because he's not paying attention to her. Like they're the scapegoats. So this is, because this is based on Shakespeare, this is a classic, like, comic you story. And you'll notice that in, like, so many movies that you watch, though. Like Dumb and Dumber Earth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> or, or just Dumb and Dumber. Like, so many movies. Like, there were literally, like, for some reason, the only thing I can think of right now is um, Ella Enchanted. Mm. I don't know why this movie came to my mind, but... At the end, like, Carrie Elwes' character is in that. And he ends up being, like, the scapegoat that, like, the bad things happen to, even though he's been, like, the villain the whole time. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like I'm sure like seven people have seen that movie to know that reference, but I miss them. Right. <laughs> but, like, you'll notice that a lot in movies that, like, if it's a comedy, like, everyone ends up together and there's, like, a happy montage at the end. Yeah, like... But if it's a tragedy... Like The Princess Diaries. Yes. Very much like The Princess Diaries. Oh. Oh, my God. Yeah. I did learn so much. Oh, my God. I just learned so much. I mean, <laughs> you got us talking about erogenous zones and comic U's, <laughs> so I guess there's something to be said. He's Jenny the Chamberlain. man! <laughs> Thank you, Tatum. Thank you. Tweet me. <laughs> oh Why my gosh, I just learned so... That's... See, okay. I feel like there's some part of me that knew something about this, but I didn't. It's such a... Like, that I absorbed it's such it. such an arch- archetype that I, you've seen it hundreds of times. Yes, even I if have. didn't know it. I'm thinking about most movies. Every seen, movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Where you're like... Like, I that look... You, like, we now, I think... I look for the scapegoat character at the end of the movie and looking for, like, mm-hmm. who's, you know, like, getting their own little rain cloud. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Poor Eeyore. Aww. He's scapegoat. He's scape donkey? I was gonna say, he's not a goat. He's a scape donk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm looking up what the next Channing Tatum movie is. Oh, right, so yeah. we can tease that in the next five, five gonna, episodes from now. Are we gonna tease it? Like a little teaser? So, I go back. I feel like it's... Yeah, it's Step Up. Step Up! Another movie. movie. This is the second movie in a row where Channing Tatum's wearing a white tank top on the front. Oh, God. It was so (laughs) How many of his movies have him dressed like that? I'm going to just do a poll. We're going to poll the audience. Three. I'm asking for a friend. Four. (gasps) No. Oh, that one's a t-shirt. I'm going to count it. Five. Scrolling. Scrolling. Oh, you can't see. You only see his face in that movie. <laughs> that one he's not wearing. <laughs> no, it's the bow. Oh, man, I love that movie. Um, Did you ever see it? No. I loved the it's bow. It's going to be coming up later, guys. I really loved it so um, much. I cried. I didn't buy it, but maybe I should oh, have. There's another one. Oh, my God. Like five, well, six. Well, the Magic Mike's, he's not wearing a shirt. I know. Does that count? No. You know who else doesn't wear a shirt? Wait, that's Jupiter Ascending. Oh, 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 no, we have to watch that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, that movie was so... There's we gotta bring in, We should bring in Victoria for that movie, because A, she hated it, B, it's in space. <laughs> okay. There's literally... Like, oh, that movie was so a good, bad. A good five of his movies have him wearing white tank tops or t-shirts on the cover. Oh, man. That's hilarious. That's awful. Or shirtless. I'm so sorry, Channing. Mm. I forgot he was in Don John. So another... Oh. Was he? Oh. I guess we gotta watch that again. Oh, he played a Hollywood actor. Number one. He must be in, like, a movie they watch. That's sad. We're still gonna watch it and count it. (laughs) There's a lot to talk about there. There's so many things to talk about. Then we have his upcoming list, which is good, too. We won't get to these in a while. That one's gonna get real vulnerable. The Don John... (laughs) Tell a lot of stories. So, do we have any closing? Did this win any awards? It won some, like, teen choice type awards, not necessarily in this country. Oh, it didn't win, like, an MTV shebang or, like, (laughs) like, kids choice. 
Um, get the tree thorns. Did it want to uh, uh, did it get slimed? No, I don't think so. Okay. Did Amanda Bynes get like a high five or <laughs> maybe uh, oh. awards? It won the Australia Kids Choice Awards for Best Female Actor, Favorite Female Movie Star, not Best Favorite, different. Mm. Um, oh, it won the Teen Choice Awards for the Best Comedy. And hmm. oh, it won a Teen Choice. Okay. Yeah, and Teen Choice Award for Best Male Breakout Character. Good oh, job. Was that, for that Channing Tatum? Yes. Oh, and then he moved on to being Step Up. <laughs> Good job. I have so many memories of it. Oh, God. I know we talked about it in the first episode, but bleh. <laughs> well, we'll I get think to I'll, it. I'm able to handle it. I'm able to handle it. In a couple weeks. I can handle it. That was that was actually how we discovered Channing, I think. Back up, Matilda. <laughs> There's no cheese left, I'm sorry. <laughs> going after the rind <laughs> there. Um, yeah. Well, that's, that's She's the Man. Who who would you recommend this movie to? People who like random Shakespeare retellings. Okay, yeah, that's definitely um, one. I don't know. I would recommend this movie to, like, 16-year-old sleepovers. Yeah, it's good for that. Yeah, I think it's it's got enough adult content that you don't really want to be much younger than that. Yeah. But it's not so awful but I would want it to come with a speech about, like, this is not how you should treat people <laughs> of gender. <laughs> Don't say these things to people. Yeah. Um, take it all with a grain of salt. It's funny. Yeah. I just <laughs> it's funny. It was really though, funny. That, like, the, um, the soccer coach eventually was, like, the guy who was, like, a real hard coach character <laughs> yeah. was, like, we don't discriminate about gender. Of course she could be on the team. <laughs> You're like, oh, that guy's so nice. That guy was actually a really, he was a good coach, I guess. As far as coaches go, I don't know. I don't know how much coaching he really Compared did. Compared to like, first coach. Other coach who was like, girls can't do sports. <laughs> like, and girls aren't athletic. <laughs> Stupid. Anyways, we don't even talk about him. We don't even give him my, I'm not going to give away my power to that man. <laughs> don't do it. Don't. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Okay. So, anything so, else we missed about this movie? Um, the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack though. It had OK <laughs> Go. It had All American. Not Rejects. one, but two All American Rejects. Two. Well, I think it was the same song, wasn't it? No. Move along and oh. Dirty Little Secret. Oh man. They were yeah, real it had big some All American Rejects. It had some okay go. That cover of the Mary Tyler Moore theme. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the soundtrack was super fun. This is definitely stuff that I listened to at that time. Uh the opening Way credit better sequence. soundtrack than the last movie we watched. The opening credit <laughs> sequence was a little was a little weird. It was, was like a, a weird of... obligatory bikini scene. Yeah. Just to be like, look, she's a girl. She's a girl. Do you see her body? She's yeah. a girl. That's a girl. She's a girl. This is a girl. She's a girl. Shh, the woman. 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 And then just so she can be a boy the rest of the time. She has really great cheekbones, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. I have that to say. I just kept looking at her cheekbones. You have a lot of comments about cheekbones in this movie. There's a lot of cheekbones. <laughs> I saw all of them. I was paying a lot of attention. Channing Tatum's jaw was something serious. That's true. It was, really, it was very serious. I think he was 
much thinner at this point in his life, and so his, like, jawline was, like, yeah. cut. Wah! It was only, like, 20, what was it? was, like, Katana. <laughs> <laughs> he was still young in this movie. He was, like, cake. <laughs> we went to a wedding this weekend, so I got a lot of knives on my mind. <laughs> Because you know what's the best wedding? Knives. Decorative <laughs> knife wear. <laughs> so if you found any of this remotely tantalizing, <laughs> you can follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter yep. at viewingpartypod. Uh, you can also email us at viewingpartypod at gmail.com. Yes. And we have a website. A website! Where you can click on it. <laughs> I like that. Type that in your web browser. If you're if you're with your grandmother, you can type in www. <laughs> wait, is it wait http? <laughs> now you're just getting confusing. Backslash backslash www.viewingpartypod.com. And so if you go there. <laughs> And you check out our episodes, you can see show notes for each of these episodes. Show notes! It'll have some, like, links to stuff we talked about. Rhett and links. <laughs> we should have them on our podcast. <laughs> I bet you they'd go for it, right? They're totally not making enough money doing other stuff somewhere else. No. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely have plenty of free time. <laughs> but yeah, there's all kinds of random information. You can also find us on iTunes. or That's probably where you're listening to us. Or, or are we on SoundCloud still? I, no. Okay, so iTunes is really the place you want to find us. Yeah. Or the website. Um, for those of you who aren't grandma, it's just viewingprettypod.com. <laughs> and um, 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 you, there's also, we have some fun little little doodads, some little bing bongs. Bing bong. On our website, you have two sadness toys. So I was thinking about Inside Out, and then Bing Bong showed up. Sorry, I do have a lot of sadness toys because she's my favorite. Because um, Phyllis Smith is the best. You're very sadness. Uh, <laughs> very good. Um, fun fact: we dressed up as sadness and joy one time for Halloween. It was so really great. We're going to cover that movie sometime and share that photo. No. I'll have some of my cool emotional intelligence friends on for that <laughs> podcast. It'll be really fun. That would be interesting. Um, so, yeah. This was oh, our... yeah. On the website, we got some cool bios. You could see our cats. Yeah. In case you're wondering what it is we're shouting at him <laughs> all the time. Um, yeah. So, this has been Viewing Party. Yeah. This is our first Channing Tatum episode. Channing Tatum! Yeah. You can join us next week when we watch something else and talk about something totally different. Yep. We don't know what that is yet. We'll find out. The end. And they lived platily ever after. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>